0: Hello, this is Dr. Sean Whalen with another episode of the Bite Size Podcast. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to have on one of our great dental assistants, Kenya. Kenya, how are you doing today? I'm
1: good. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Now, Kenya, we typically are, initially we've been interviewing attendings and people, um, some of the dentists that work at the program here, but I thought it'd be a nice break from the norm to talk to you and uh, maybe make it a little more light and ask some funny questions. You cool with that?
1: Yes, I am.
0: All right. Now, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you worked here? That kind of thing. I've
1: been here at Denver Health uh, for two years and a half, I believe now. Um, I've been doing dental assistant for about nine years now and it's always been pediatric. So
0: that's kind of my background in dental assisting. So you've been here the entire time we've been trying to get this program up and running, right?
1: Yes, I think um, I was the first uh, pediatric assistant hire. There was someone here helping, but I—I um, I was the first hire for this PEETS program as an assistant. So you're
0: like, you're like the OG pediatric. i the OG. Assistant <laughs> That's right. Um, and tell us a little about about you personally. You have a daughter, correct?
1: I do. I have a seven-year-old daughter.
0: She just turned seven. She
1: just turned seven, yep. Yeah.
0: Um, Do you enjoy working with the kids?
1: I do. I love the kids and I think, uh, you know, being a mom plays a role in in me loving the kids so much because when we uh, do treatment on kids or just see kids, I kind of think of my daughter. So I love to help them out.
0: And that comes across. It's not that you can't be that way when you don't have kids, but I feel like if you have kids, and again, it's not that you have to, but people yeah. that have kids kind of have a little bit more of a natural maternal, paternal instinct, instinct yeah. to, you know, to just empathize with them and try to get them through the appointment. Yes. But that, that leads us to the funny part of the things I was going to ask you today. So I want to ask you some direct questions about things that probably drive you crazy about patients, patient appointments and parents. Oh my gosh. Um, so the first question I'm going to ask you is. Do you ever have moments when you're like, "Oh my God, what did that mom or did that dad just say?" Yes, all the time. All, right.
1: <laughs> all the time.
0: All right. Well, give me give me an example, or even it doesn't. You could paraphrase. It could be a version, a, a semi different version of a real story that happened. But give me some examples of things where you're just like, "I just cannot believe what came out of that parent's mouth."
1: <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. There's so many. It's so hard to think. Um, let me see.
0: So, and I can come back to that one too, if you want to think about it for a minute.
1: Yeah. Let me think about it so I can think the, of a are, really funny one.
0: Cause I know I do have yeah. stories. Okay. So this next one, you don't have to think of a specific story, but we can just kind of talk about the attitude of parents. Yes.
1: Um,
0: and, because I'm a dad I use the the dad version but how many times I feel like we have this not a lot but it it does happen and it's it's sad and funny and strange all at the same time but we have moments where I look and I'm like does this dad even care what I'm saying right now or what's going on
1: yes that that happens a lot actually more than I would like it to we we unfortunately get sorry parents that that come in and they're in their phone and the doctor's trying to you know explain treatment or explain what's happening with their child and
0: it's like they don't care
1: and it's so frustrating
0: don't you just want to snap your fingers in front of their face and say hey come <clears> on.
1: yes I. we're do. talking here I do
0: yeah I think that's one of the hardest things I think engaging the parents is um, you know it's either it's really polarized they're either like really into it and they're really tuned in and everything's smooth and easy or sometimes they're just on like a different planet like you feel like you're just talking to a wall
1: yes yes I agree and like back to that first experience I thought of one so we get you know the parents that think they're they're doctors or they bring in their kid and they don't trust what we're doing or you know a doctors about to like do local anesthesia and they're like are you sure you know what you're doing are you know you know they they're just like that helicopter parent that mm-hmm. happens a lot and it's just it's funny to see like i'm just i just want to shake them and be like you know they're the doctor they know what they're doing you have no idea what this is That's probably one of the most like frustrating things about parents.
0: If it's a helicopter parent. I've always had a joke that eventually when a parent asks me if I know what I'm doing, I'm just going to say, no, I don't know. I'm just (laughs) taking a stab in the dark here. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so I'm going to lead you into another one here. And this is kind of a funny one too. But so when you have a really difficult kid, sometimes as a provider an assistant, whatever, it'll traumatize us a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, it sticks with you and you could have 20 grade appointments and you have one kid who's really tough. And then you get through it and you're like, all right, God, that's done. But then you see him on the schedule two weeks later. And do you ever have that moment where you're like, Oh my God, I hope this kid doesn't show up.
1: Yes, <laughs> it does happen. Um, there's, you know, not too often. Uh, like I said, I like helping the kids out, but sometimes we do get, I think it's more when it's those older kids and, you know, they're just being brats. It's not really because they're they're really scared or they've been traumatized. It's just because they don't like the dentist and they like doing things their way and they won't do it. Um, I think it's mostly those kids. If I see their name on there, I'm like, oh, gosh, especially if it's like a 13 year old that I cannot fight or hold. I'm like, no, no, I
0: mean. That w- that was going to be one of my other questions too, and I mean, I think that it's just the rude to be rude is really hard, right? Yeah. Like when kids are just rude, and you we're all being really nice, and there's nothing bad has happened. Yeah. Like it could just be for a checkup. We're not even going to do a filling or an extraction or an injection, and like they won't look at you in the eye, and they won't do anything you say, and everything you do ask, it's kind of a delayed. Yes. And then my my next question was going to be, do you have any tolerance for misbehaved teens? Because I have teenage kids. And I have zero tolerance for misbehaved teenagers
1: yeah i'm I'm pretty patient. Um, I'd say it's really hard for me to snap, even if it's a teenager. Um, I know how to you know just handle it very well while I'm with the patient. If they don't want to speak to me or if it's something I can't handle, I usually get the doctor. Um, but I know that's not the case with everybody, uh, but it is it is frustrating for
0: me for sure, but I kind of have to Do hold think- it together. Do you think you relate well to the teenage kids because you look like you're about 15?
1: <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense um, now that you see it.
0: <laughs> now, on a more serious note, I will tell you one thing that I've, you know, I, I do think you're very maternal with the kids, which is great. And you're very relatable. you kind of act like, I, want, I don't want to say their aunt, but like a family member, Yeah. which is very, it's a very comforting, warming thing for the kids. But I do think it's also really helpful just because we have a large uh, Spanish speaking population you can see kids when they come in and they see me and once they figure out that I don't speak Spanish and you start speaking Spanish, I think they feel the parents and the kid feel a sense of relief. And I literally, I feel like I can see it in their eyes. Like, okay, at least there's someone here to advocate for us who can communicate, we can communicate with. And it's not just, you know, even the interpreter service that we use, it's more difficult. It's really nice to have somebody in the room. Do you feel that? Do you feel that sense of ease when you start speaking Spanish to them and they're like, okay, I can communicate with someone.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. I see it every day, um, whether yeah. it's the kid or the parent, I can tell immediately, you know, they feel more at home if, if there's someone there that speaks their language, if there's someone that, you know, they can relate to. So it feels really good to to be able to speak Spanish to them and make them feel comfortable here.
0: Yeah, and that's something, you I mean, it sounds like a silly thing, but that is such a big help to those kids and those parents. Like, that makes them feel so much safer. I mean, not that you need anything to feel good about when you go home every night, but it, that's something you can really feel. That's how you're really helping these kids. Like, I always say procedurally, we can all figure that stuff out, but the, the make them feel comfortable and taken care of is really, really important.
1: Yes, it's huge. It's very rewarding and heartwarming, and I've I have had patients where – you know they're not very cooperative, um, and then they're Spanish speaking. And I walk in and they they do ten thousand times better than they thought we would just because of the fact that I spoke Spanish to them where they felt comfortable.
0: Yeah. No, I see it and I feel it, and I I know the patients do. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: All right, so this will be one of my last questions. Yes. And then I'm gonna well, then we'll do some funny things, okay. but um, do you think anybody flosses?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I floss everything. <laughs> do
0: you? Do you think Kevin Flosses?
1: No, definitely not. It's probably been three years. How,
0: yeah, I'm really excited. So Kevin is another – he's one of the dental assistants here and he happens to be Kenya's best friend. Um, but I'm really excited to have him on the podcast and talk to him. I think Kevin is one of the, the – he's very – I mean I – <laughs> I know a lot of people, you know a lot of people, but he's very funny. I don't want to say he's one of the funniest people I know, but he's pretty funny.
1: He is pretty funny, just him, just looking at him is funny,
0: so. Yeah, and unintentionally. Like, I, I don't think he's like a, a comedian, but his just his mannerisms and stuff are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: that one will be fun for sure.
0: All right, so I'm going to ask you a couple just silly questions here. Who's your favorite dentist to work with here at the clinic? Oh my gosh,
1: I mean, I love everyone. A lot, but mm-hmm. I, I have to say, Dr. Danzo. I love Dr. him. Dr. Danzo? Yeah. He's the best.
0: He's hysterical. <laughs> you know, Dr. Danzo is one of my very good friends, and uh, he'll be on the podcast too. He's got one of the most interesting backgrounds and in stories, which I won't, I won't spoil it, but um, Dr. Danzo is one of the funniest guys I know.
1: Yes, I love him, and, you know, I'm very attached to him. I just, um, I started with him when I got here in Denver Health, so. Um, I just and I've worked with him for two years every day, so I'm, I'm just attached to him. But he's a great dentist. Um, he's awesome at what he does. I respect yeah. him a lot.
0: Yeah, Doctor Dr. Danzo's a man. Yeah. All right. So two two last things here. What is your favorite food?
1: Um, have to I don't say... even feel like
0: I need to ask this question. So, I mean, this is the loaded question <laughs> for sure.
1: Oh, my God. I'd have to say sushi and pho and then hot Cheetos if that's a food.
0: Yeah, first of all, it's not sushi and pho. It's Cheetos. It
1: is There's Cheetos.
0: a Costco-sized box of Cheetos back here. You have <laughs> Cheetos clothes. Hot Cheetos
1: are it. I'm telling you, they have to sponsor me. I do too much yeah, for them. I mean,
0: we'll put that out in the ethos that <laughs> Kenya is looking for a sponsorship. And now my last question, I, w- I do want you to plug yourself a little bit because you – you have your, your own business outside of this, yes. and then you're also a really talented artist and makeup artist. So where can people find your stuff or follow you on Instagram if they want to?
1: Thank you. Yes, yeah, so um, so I do dentistry Monday through Friday, and my side hustle on the weekend is a makeup artist. My um, artistic name is Pekenia, which is P-E-K-E-N-I-A. Um, I do makeup. I love to glam people so I do a lot of weddings, a lot of quinceañeras, any type of event I like to to make you know girls feel beautiful throughout makeup. Um, and then I do have my lash business I just started um, about half a year ago um, that's called bake lash so if you're into strip lashes check them out and that you can buy those on pickelash.com.
0: How, no, is it? Say, how do you how do you spell that? Just so people.
1: Um, Bekelash, It's p e k e l a s h dot com.
0: All right. Well, Kenya, thank you so much for being on. We'll definitely have you on again. And I, more. I'm really. I'm excited to have. You brought up two people, or I brought up Kevin, but I want to have Kevin on, and I really want to have Doctor Danzo on.
1: Yes, please so. bring him on. And you know, all the assistants are great. They all have their different stories and personalities, so this should be fun. Oh
0: yeah. We'll have everybody on. Yes. And I think you know, you're know you a big part of making this environment really a good one, and uh, you take really good care of the kids, which I can't thank you enough. For.
1: Thank you. We appreciate you, too. You teach well, us a lot. Thank
0: you. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Thanks, Kenya. You're
1: welcome. Bye-bye.